0: Welcome into 10-Minute Warning. Hey, Harrison. Yeah. Did Did the Panthers win or did the Broncos win? Why don't you shut the fuck up? Broncos! Yeah, baby! Yes! 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 Four touchdowns! No interceptions! Drew Locke had a passer rating that was the third best in Broncos history behind, you know who, the Sheriff and the motherfucking dude! John Elway and Peyton Manning, Drew Locke, that's the list, that's the top three passer ratings. Yeah! 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 Welcome in wherever you may be listening, if you're watching a video, if you are listening to us on Spotify, on Apple, on Stitcher, on some sort of platform we're not even sure that we're on. Yeah, hopefully not Pornhub. (laughs) Yeah, for real. They better pay us if they put us on there. Yeah. I'm not going on Pornhub for free. Let's just be clear on that. Yeah. If someone was going to put me on some sort of website like that, I want my cut. I do, too. I want to be famous. This week, we're going to be talking a little bit about head coaches. Should they be? How harshly they should be judged on this season? Um, We're going to have to dive into PoopGate. I wish we could call it something else. I really don't know what it's called. It's really not that big a controversy. It's just kind of a fun thing. We're going to talk about a quarterback who has been really good, and we don't know if he's going to stick around for a rebuild. And then, of course, we will have your 10-minute warning, the namesake of the podcast, when we will go through every game for Week 15 in just 10 minutes using a couple timeouts. Yeah, That'd Be fun. Let's start with the Cowboys. So the Cowboys say that Mike McCarthy will not be replaced. They're not going to get a new head coach. They, they're fine with it. How do you feel about this? I mean, the Cowboys are abysmal.
1: They are abysmal, but I feel like for any coach, you deserve more than one year, no matter how bad you are. Like He's got to have a chance to at least make some draft picks for a second time. Go through a free agency. Well, I'm sure I don't even know if he's going to get to
0: make that many picks because Jerry has so much control as the GM. That's true. Yeah,
1: but I mean, he needs to get another year to get his under system his belt. In. Get system going. Uh, make sure he's got the right players in there. He's a good coach. He proved it in Green Bay. You got to give him more than a year.
0: See now, and I and I agree that you got to give him more than a year. But here's the argument against it, and it's not really my argument, but it wouldn't be a lot of it wouldn't be a very good podcast if I just agreed with you, right? So, let's look at it like this. Mike McCarthy inherited an offensive system, right? So, they kept Kellen Moore from the last regime, so they Mm -hmm. didn't have to change over the offense. Yes. Any changes to the defense, the defensive coordinator is pretty much handling that. I mean, Mike McCarthy was really brought in to be a head coach. Yes. I mean, they've set that team up to where he doesn't have to do that much at all. So... I think that if a coach was going to take the heat on their first year, I could see why you would blame McCarthy. Because, like, hey, we had the same stuff last year. We got more wins, etc. But there is the golden goose that is missing Dak Prescott. As soon as Dak Prescott went down, Mike McCarthy was safe. Yes. He was on second, and it wasn't close. You know what I'm saying? Like He was safe as soon as Dak went down. Because as soon as you lose your quarterback, how do you get fired? I mean, you remember a few years ago when Jay Gruden was going to get fired and then the Alex Smith injury happened? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, he was fine. It didn't matter what happened after that point. Because at that point, they'd been competitive with a quarterback. You lose a quarterback. 90% of teams, unless they're just completely fed up with you, are going to understand that.
1: Yeah, and I also think it helps him a lot, the division that he's in. Right. If every other team in that division's best record wasn't four or five wins, if they were getting blown out and they were sort of in the bottom of the division, every, they were playing in the division with, like, the Seahawks and the 49ers and mm-hmm. the Rams, I think that would be a lot different. But the fact that that whole division is terrible, it doesn't it doesn't make him look as bad. Well, exactly. And the fact that Washington football team
0: is winning the division at 6-7. and seven.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I
0: mean, they're looking better than they were. When they were the NFC least in their truest form mm-hmm. in, like, September and October. But they're still, like, the best team in that division's hoping to go 9-7. And,
1: and The thing is, the Cowboys could still make the playoffs. It's hard, but they could. That's sad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Lamar Jackson. Okay. So, Lamar Jackson, for those that didn't see it, Monday Night Football. Um, we'll have the video. Yeah, we'll have the video up. If you're watching the video, you'll be able to see it right here. This is him walking to the bathroom and – or not to the bathroom, to the training room. But everybody is saying that he looks like he had to go, number two. Like yeah. he was – go, like like he left the game. They call it the Paul Pierce. Yeah, the Paul Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> so, so many people were making jokes at him. There's the walking video. Here's this, here's this meme. Uh, this is a good tweet right here. With John Harbaugh looking under the stall to get him to come out. (laughs) (laughs) Then we got RG3, who, okay, you got to start, because Lamar Jackson had COVID, looked terrible, and still he's going to roast his boy on Twitter. He put up this tweet right here. (laughs) RG3's getting in on it. And then, you know, like the act of using the bathroom sitting down, we have a second Shit-related story. (laughs) Okay. More shit? Yes. This one is running back, Atlanta Falcons running back, Todd Gurley. Take a look at this tweet. Todd Gurley, his phone fell into the toilet when he was using the toilet. The number one worst time you wanted
1: to go in there. When you're that rich, I think you just buy a new phone. Right? I mean, with the cloud now and everything backed up to it, you can just get a new one.
0: Call and say this is defective. You could probably tweet at Samsung and they would be like, We'll give you a deal.
1: That's true. You probably just do a commercial. Yeah. Get a new phone.
0: We see Gerald McCoy Gerald McCoy busting his uh balls in the comments. <laughs> He's yeah. For those of you on the audio, let me read this transaction for you. <laughs> I just think it's so funny that it's just so funny to think of somebody with so much money doing so all well off. Just suffering from the same stuff.
1: It's also human.
0: So Todd Curley dropped my phone in the toilet while taking a number two. Shake my head. Shit happens. Literally. And he did SHXT just like OBJ does. It's a way to say shit on Twitter as yeah. an NFL player and not be cursing. Jerem, of said, how the <laughs> laughed a bunch. He said, man, I laid it on my lap. Next thing I know, it's sitting on a lake of shit. I think he meant Ugh. lake of shit. Yeah. He put the poop emoji. So <laughs> there's no there's no news to go with this. I'm not going to tell you whether to start Todd Gurley or not in your fantasy. I'm just saying that. It's
1: just that a funny story.
0: It's just a funny story that, right. that you know, Todd Gurley, you would think his problems would be different than ours. But at the end of the day, we all just are trying to keep our phone out of the shitter.
1: I, I mean, I wouldn't lie if I didn't say I took my phone with me to the bathroom. Oh, uh, are you kidding me? How could you go to the bathroom without it? Well, I know, I know, but I
0: never set it on my lap.
1: Yeah, I don't. I keep it in my hand, or like I'll do the weird thing, and like I'll lay it on my pants.
0: I would. I've literally been in a situation where if I'm on my phone and it's time to like you know the position change up, you're going to leave the room, right? I'll put it on the handicap guardrail
1: before oh, I put it on my dangerous.
0: lap. It's not over a toilet; it just might hit a floor.
1: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's dangerous. It could fall and break. Well, my phone. I mean. I guess, you got to tell everyone how it broke.
0: They're not all the same. I'm just saying that my my phone is just the right amount of width to where I can kind of usually set it on a guardrail and it's just not going to fall through. It's oh, going to okay. sit right there. Yeah. Um, and you do it on the end where you've got that little uh, corner. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's again just worst case scenario because those things are dirty too. I mean, they're you know what's dirtier the than the guardrail is dirty. But what's dirtier than the guardrail you use to get on and off the shitter?
1: That's true. <laughs> the, the handrail afterwards. Oh,
0: so now i'm not doing that anymore yeah (laughs) (laughs) that is now a thing of the past forget it so now let's talk about um this is probably our biggest nfl story but matt stafford so we've talked about this a little bit it's obvious because they fired everybody that the lions are going to be doing another rebuild yeah does matt stafford want to stick around for it We we don't know much on his end But people are having fun with their hypotheticals. Now, beginning of this season, Matt Stafford could not have been more devoted to the Lions. He was all in. Now Matt Patricia's gone. Uh, Matt Stafford's like 30, 31, I think. 32. He's 32 already. So he's getting up there. Right. And his deal is only money intensive for one more year. So Peter King, in his uh, Monday morning column, He put forward the idea that maybe the Patriots would be a good landing spot for Matt Stafford. Now, let's talk about this from two ways. So, from the Patriots' point of view, it makes a lot of sense. Um, He's 32. What does he have? Four or five years left, maybe? Mm -hmm. Unless he wants to be Brady. Which he could. He could. He's athletic. If he starts winning. Yeah. If he keeps losing, do you think he's going to want to do that past 40 when he's got all that money? He's going to keep going to lose with the Lions? No, not with the Lions. I mean, did Barry Sanders want to stick around and lose? Did Megatron want to stick around and lose? If we're talking about
1: the Patriots, where he could go and possibly win immediately. Exactly. That's why it's the argument for the Patriots.
0: Yeah. And I think that he could win immediately. And I think that Belichick, at his age, probably has four or five years left, maybe. That's what a lot of people close to him are saying. Mm -hmm. So, instead of Belichick having to hit the lottery with another quarterback to pull his system off... He could trade for Matt Stafford or pick him up or however acquire him, and then that way you've got a guy you know works and you put in the Patriot way with everybody else, and then you're off to the races again. And you have a good guy, right? Stafford is a good quarterback. He's never necessarily been their problem. No. I don't remember a, a game offhand where they were like, if Matt Stafford wasn't there, they wouldn't have. They would have won. You know,
1: like he's he's not the crack in that ship. Exactly. I mean. This is a franchise that has most recently gone 0 and 16,
0: and they're making big changes with their team. Um, they're bringing in a former, a uh, couple former players, uh, including Barry Sanders. He's not going to have the heaviest role, but that's some of the people that are going to get to weigh in on the GM and head coach decisions, which I think is the smartest thing the Lions have done because they have a GM who doesn't know f- that GM. They have a team president who doesn't know football. Mm-hmm. They have a team president whose last name is Ford. You know. Right, yeah. So She's there with money. Bring in football ple- people. Bring in football people that like the Lions team and want them to succeed, like Barry Sanders, people like that. Get them to help you make that decision. I think that's a really good look. I don't know who they're going to go with. Uh, the name that's popping up a lot right now for some teams is Thomas Dimitrov, okay. the uh, former Falcons uh, GM. Because he constructed the team that went to the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, he's he has put together some teams. Yeah. You know, he grabbed Matt Ryan. A long time ago. That's true, but I'm just saying, if a GM grabs the right quarterback, that buys them a lot. Bill Polian. Yeah. How terrible were most of Peyton Manning's teams? But he was able to draft Peyton Manning instead of Ryan Leaf, so he kept that job forever.
1: They were pretty terrible.
0: Right? I mean, Peyton Manning was propping that up so from the Patriots point of view it makes sense now from the Lions point of view a Matt Stafford trade doesn't make a lot of sense unless unless Matt Stafford says I'm done I'm not doing any more rebuilds I'm 32 I can't keep doing this if you're going to make another new young team get me out of here and for the Lions it gives them a chance to instead of being one of the many teams paying a quarterback a bunch of money they can pay a quarterback the minimum, get themselves Jalen Hurts, something like that coming out next year, put them in, and then they can use that money for free agency and put veteran pieces around the quarterback. Pull more of an early Seahawks vibe.
1: But see, I think it does make sense because if they can get some pretty good draft picks, they get a first-rounder for him or a second-rounder. I mean
0: uh, – I don't know if they'd get – Do you think Belichick gives up that much?
1: Yeah, to get a quarterback to make himself solidify his legacy?
0: Yeah. He – um. I could see him giving up a first, but I don't know if he'd give up any more. I'm not saying first and second.
1: I'm saying first or
0: second. Yeah. I think so because then, but I mean, like, a second-round pick for Matt Stafford, Lions fans would be pissed. Yeah, that would be terrible. You'd have to give them some players, too. Yeah. Like, some people you're trying to unload salary-wise. But two teams that are in really good, like, cap situations are, like, the Jets and the Patriots, I think. They're near the top. And it just doesn't. I've does also it.
1: seen the Broncos in the quarterback search. They were talking about with Carson Wentz. Well, see, the Broncos always make sense
0: if you're trying to write an article about looking for a quarterback. But money-wise, I don't know. I don't yeah. think they have the money. And um, after that Panthers game, yeah. you know, Drew Lock 149.9 passer rating, four touchdowns. Like, even if he shows up against the Bills and looks terrible. Unless he just gets dogged by the Chargers and the Raiders to finish the season, Drew Locke's earned another year. He's earned another year, and they, the Panthers
1: have the youngest defense in the NFL.
0: The Broncos have the youngest offense in the NFL. I'm just they were evenly matched. Okay. <laughs> they were both four and eight. Yeah, and they were both young. That's all I'm saying. The the young part of your defense, the part that hurts you there is uh, Pat Shermer's a you know a good play caller. He's made it to head coach twice. Yeah. Isn't that crazy to think about? Pat shermer has been a head coach twice. Anyway, um, yeah, I think if we're talking about the Broncos, just real quick, keep Drew Locke, keep Pat Shermer, keep everybody. Let's see what it looks like in season two, okay? I'm so sick of them firing all the offensive coaches every year and then wondering why they can't develop a quarterback. Drew Locke just played his 16th game. That's a season's worth. That's a season. He's a young guy. Let them develop. You've got him for free for a couple of years. Like, let's not rush this thing. There's not even an owner to kick the front office out the door. Why are they making changes? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just chill. Chill. No, I think One they should year.
1: relax in Denver.
0: Yes. I didn't want him to get rid of Rich Scangarello last year, where he was, like, running the triangle scheme, because Locke looked good in the triangle blocking scheme. Philip Lindsey looked good running it. But then, you know, they got Jerry Judy in the draft. They got K.J. Hamler, and then, okay, I get it. You have the wide receivers to run three wide receiver sets all the time. You don't mm-hmm. want to run this run-first, two-wide receiver scheme. Cool. But now they're they're there. All those wide receivers are there. Let's just keep this dude, let him grow with Drew Locke, and just let Drew Locke develop. If he doesn't look good next year, then we'll have a better draft pick. But please, come on. Carson Wentz, No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, if they go get Carson Wentz, I can get behind it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's a terrible move. I just think... I think he is just an overrated quarterback. Yeah, Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz is not... I think he was aptly rated last year, and then this year he just fell off a cliff. He had a bad year, and I think that the Eagles are going to have to give him another shot next year. Maybe. I don't think Jalen Hurts... I mean, we have to see what he does for the last couple games, but do you think he's really going to do enough to... Sub- to supplant Wentz with how much Wentz makes per year if he keeps playing the way he does he ha- i mean he has we'll see i don't know i just don't I, the money comes in at a certain point if Wentz was just making 10 million a year or something you know some kind of you know old quarterback numbers maybe but if you don't get rid of that contract you got to justify paying him all that money it's just a different fan base up there like the coach will lose his job over that yeah if your are a coach, then you owe him money, too. Yep. Great job, Philly. You guys aren't exactly cash rich. Fans don't care about money out there. Think it's time? Let's do it. Hit the warning! Okay, so like I explained at the beginning of the show, and like we talk about every week, we're going to do our 10-minute warning now. That's the namesake of the podcast.
1: That's why we have all these logos.
0: A Little bit of branding. A Little bit of branding. We're going to go through all the games in 10 minutes. So, yeah. Harrison, you get the clock started. Ready? Ready, go. We start with the Thursday night matchup that you've probably already seen Chargers Raiders. Now, this is more like the Raiders trying to stay alive. The Chargers, Anthony Lynn and the head coach, the head coach there, and all the other coaches, they're coaching for their lives. Uh, last week checked Raiders favored by three. The over under set at 53.5. Uh, Chargers aren't going to have Mike Williams. The Raiders are going to be missing some coaches. Um, you know, a couple patchwork teams here. Who do you think it's going to be in Vegas? I'm taking Vegas. You're taking them to cover.
1: Yeah. Three points. That's that's pretty. Yeah.
0: I think that it's tough to know who the Raiders are because they looked a lot better two or three weeks ago. And now they've lost a couple of tough matchups to some tough teams. Yeah. And I could see that because this is in division that they might implode and the chargers come after them. And I would love that. So if, uh, if, if you have already seen that game and the Raiders lost and they looked bad, I'm excited about it. But I think I'm going to take the ch- I'm going to think I I think I'm going to take the Chargers. I think Justin Herbert does enough okay. the second time around. So, let's go Bills Broncos now on Saturday this has huge implications. Basically the Broncos season is over for anything important if they lose to the Bills and the Bills are Uh, pretty heavily favored. I mean, the Bills are favored by six. I'm actually going to take the Broncos to at least cover. I'd like for them to win, but I'll take them to at least cover because they just lost to the Super Bowl champions by six. So hopefully the Bills, they can lose to by five or four. I'm going to take the Broncos to cover, but the Bills still win. Okay. Yeah. What a rude thing to establish. I'm sorry. Uh, Panthers, Packers. The Packers are favored by eight. I'm going to have the Packers covering. Yeah, me too. Um, they're going to get worked. Yeah, that defense is
1: not ready for
0: that. It, they need to grow a little bit. Yeah, Texans, Colts, Colts are at 9-4, and four. Texans are at 4-9, and nine. but again, this is a division game. We could see it going either way. Deshaun Watson and the Texans have been playing lights out for Romeo Crennel when they can, but they just got
1: beat up, beat up yeah. by the Bears. Um and the Colts have a really good defense. I have gone and picked the Texans so many times this year, and every time I've been wrong. So I'm picking the Colts.
0: I'm picking the Colts, too. It is a seven-point game. If I was betting, I would maybe go with the Texans to cover because they they play pretty tough. But, I mean, they couldn't stop Mitch Trubisky and that squad. I think the Colts win this game pretty handily. Jonathan yeah. Taylor should run all over them. Lions-Titans. Now the Titans are favored by a, wait for it, ten-and-a-half-point spread. Ooh, that's a lot. I'm going to take the lines to cover the Titans though, man, I'm going to, it's in Nashville. I'm going to take the Titans. Okay. I'm going to take the Titans. I just think that we're getting a cold weather football. It's cold over here on the East coast. And I think Derrick Henry is going to just have dudes falling off of him as he runs down the field. I can see that Buccaneers Falcons. Uh, the bucks are favored by six. It's in Atlanta division game. Again, Fifty and a half and a half point over under. Oh, fifty point five. Yeah. Oh, fifty. Okay, fifteen. Yeah, that would be a I terrible like, game.
1: Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks to cover.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, if I'm betting on this game, I'm going to bet the over. Yeah, I just see them putting up points. The Buccaneers' defense is looking a little bit more invincible lately. So I would, and I would do take the Bucks to win the game because what are the Falcons playing for? Yeah. Patriots, Dolphins. The Dolphins are favored by two. I'm taking the Dolphins. We are I'm
1: taking Dolphins. Too. We're
0: close to a year to that Miami miracle, and I just feel like they're going in the right direction. And the Patriots are not exactly. Time out. How are we doing on time? Six ten. Oh, so we've only done four minutes, and we made it through the first page. Yep. Hell's yeah. We're rocking this. We're rocking. This we're, is
1: why people watch.
0: This is why people because they want to see us do a time trial. Yeah. All right. So let's start with trivia now Harrison didn't have very good luck last week I was two and three yeah that's not good enough that's known as not good enough so let's my book (laughs) so let's start with uh this defense had multiple touchdowns in a single game for the first time in the last 20 seasons on Sunday with two touchdowns which NFC team
1: is it Huh. I'm going to go with the – oh, okay. Yeah, that way you can look at it. Number three. This defense had multiple touchdowns in a single game for the first time in the last 20 seasons on Sunday. Was it the Redskins? Or the Washington football team? Yeah, I was going to say Redskins, Washington football team.
0: That's one right. Nice. Yes, uh, Chase Young continues to – Dominate just beat people up just looks he looks disgusting uh somebody said chase young is everything that they wanted jjv Clowney to be
1: and i think we should note there are no answers on this piece of paper i'm not looking at it it's just the questions
0: yeah so i noticed harrison was like when i was reading the questions to him and he was just hearing them we have it written for you guys on the video and on the podcast you have to listen to it apologies I just, I don't have the technology to put it up there. So I printed off just the questions with no answers so that he could kind of see the question and see if like, if he was more of a visual person. Are you, are you more of a visual learner? Yes. Yeah. See me too. That's okay. why I thought of that. Okay. Let's get back to it. Ready? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, by <laughs> so, the way, right, brain fart. We're on a podcast. Did you know that?
1: Yeah. Uh, is that what the camera's for? Yes. Okay. Go.
0: Should have turned the page yeah, earlier. Yeah, I was
1: going to say that. Time out. <laughs> okay.
0: I put a trivia question back and back with a trivia question. How All much right. time do we lose?
1: <laughs> Nine seconds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> question number five. This safety, this safety, who was the target of a recent trade between an AFC and an NFC team, now has 8.5 sacks this season. That's the most in a single season by a defensive back since sacks became an official stat in 1982. 8.5 sacks, a safety who's now on an NFC team. Who is it?
1: It wouldn't be him. Is it Earl Thomas? No. Oh, uh, is it the Broncos guy? No, okay, I don't know. It is Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams, who had that big, bad feud. Why did I say Earl Thomas? That's who I meant was Jamal Adams.
0: I can't help you with that. God damn it. You should have revved your brain up today.
1: Earl Thomas is retired. <laughs> I'm counting that. I meant Jamal no Adams. No way.
0: He, you literally can't wait till the answer comes out and then say, that's what I meant.
1: <laughs> but it literally was what I meant. When you said Earl
0: Thomas, I just let it go. I didn't want to beat you up. Yeah, that was bad. Yes, he demanded that trade, and it looks like the Seahawks are finally getting their money's worth. Hit it. So Seahawks football team, that takes us to that game. The Seahawks are favored by five and a half. The game is in Washington.
1: I'm taking the Washington football team.
0: I'm taking the Washington football team, too, especially if Alex Smith plays. Now, if Alex Smith doesn't play, maybe change it. But the football team beat the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, after that, the Seahawks have looked kind of human lately. It just feels like an upset game. I want to see the football team in the playoffs. Oh, well, I mean, they're heading that way right now. Yeah. Bears-Vikings. Uh, Vikings are favored by three. Bears, 47 over under. Um, the Bears are 6-7, and seven, and the Vikings are 6-7. and seven. This is a tough one, but I'm going to go with the Vikings. Yeah, neither team can beat the Packers for the division. No. Uh, you said you're taking the Vikings? Yeah. See, and after what the Bears did last week, it feels like a little bit of a trick. The Bears might be able to do that again. I think I'm taking the Vikings, but I'm not feeling good about it. I would not bet on that yeah. game. Jaguars, Ravens. So the Jaguars are 1-12. Just A for effort. Ravens are 8-5, which if I told you that uh, about a month and a half ago, you would have thought that somebody got hurt. Yeah. The Ravens are favored by a staggering 12 and a half. This line has actually gone up since it opened. I think they can cover. They're trying to get anybody to bet on the Jaguars. Yeah. Uh, and I think they could cover, too. The Jaguars need to lose out and get a quarterback. 49ers, Cowboys. Now, the 49ers are favored by three. The 49ers are five and eight. The Cowboys are four and nine. So, this game is not that far off. Two of America's biggest brands kind of in the toilet.
1: The 49ers have come back a little bit since all those injuries.
0: Yeah. I have them winning. I think that the Cowboys just aren't doing enough... Um, without Dak Prescott, and I'm going to take the 49ers too. I think the both teams are in a way missing their starting quarterback, and I think the 49ers are better equipped to do it. Mm-hmm. So let's go to the Jets Rams game. Talk about big spreads this week. The Rams are favored by 17 and a half points over the Jets.
1: Damn. I'm going to take the Jets to cover.
0: Every time we get a high line, I think it can't get higher. And these things are going up and up and up. But that's got to be the highest. 17 and a half, that might be the highest all year. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, let's take the (sighs) Rams. I don't know if I'm taking the Rams to cover by 18. I think that's an avoid game. There's a reason that line is so high. Yeah,
1: that's why I said the Jets.
0: You would take the Jets just for the points? I would maybe take, with that highest spread, I would maybe take the over-under. It's only at 44. So, if the over-unders at 44 and the Rams are expected to win by 18, how does that add up? (laughs) Like, yeah. yeah. So, timeout. Just to to clarify, neither of us are. Well, you're taking the Jets, and I'm avoiding that game. Yeah. But I think the Rams will win it. I mean, we both think that.
1: We're in a timeout. We got to go. The
0: the point of a timeout is we don't have to go.
1: That's the whole point.
0: Trivia, come on. You gotta, I'm 2-0. And and say the right name this time, okay? Yeah, I'm 2-0. After, after a quarterback rushed for 100 yards Sunday, this NFC team now has the most quarterbacks with 100-yard rushing games in the Super Bowl era with five. Is it Jalen Hurts? Yeah, but it's a team. Oh, the Eagles. Yes, after Jalen Hurts did that, the Eagles now have a rep. Hundred yard rushing quarterbacks. There you go. It's the only thing they got going for them right now. Yep. Time in. So Eagles, Cardinals, Flybirds fly on both accounts. The Cardinals are favored by six. Uh the Cardinals have got to get a win. Yeah. They got I, they I'm got taking the Eagles. The Cardinals beat the Giants pretty handily. You think the Eagles are going to be able to do better? If right now they're hot. I'm taking the Eagles. I'm going with them. I'm taking the Cardinals because I just think that with a team that knows how Kyler Murray can run, I'm hoping that the defense that practices against him all year and all offseason can contain a
1: rushing quarterback. See, they don't practice against him all year. They practice against the scout team, which is completely different. That's true, but I'm just saying that maybe
0: somebody on that team can work with the defense. I just feel like, it, I feel like the Eagles are coming in with a rushing quarterback – but they're going to the Cardinals that kind of have established that game. They're not the Ravens, but its okay. I just think that the Cardinals are going to do it better. I don't know. I was—I would have been wrong about the Saints. I mean, the Eagles stopped Taysom Hill. Yeah. But I just think Hopkins. We'll see. Is Slay playing or is Slay hurt? Uh, I'm not sure. If, if Darius Slay is hurt, who's going to stop DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah. Timeout. All the trivia questions are at the end. We yeah, want to make sure you 52. guys – Make sure you guys keep listening. 152? 152. We've only got two games left. We can. not We, we can, got three games left. There's a third page. Oh, fuck. We can wax poetic a little bit. This Saints player secured his 52nd touchdown of his career on Sunday, surpassing Jimmy Graham for sole possession of fifth most in Saints history. Who is it?
1: I didn't watch this game.
0: It doesn't matter. This is a career.
1: This yeah. is the guy's whole career. Uh, it's between two guys. I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara. Can you say that last name before me again? Kamara.
0: Kamara. Yeah. Kamara, Kamara. Kamara. There's there's a big debate. Him and his mom say it differently. <phone rings> that is correct. Alvin Kamara in only three or four seasons. <laughs> Fun fact, with four more touchdowns this season, Kamara would move into second place in Saints team history just behind Marquise Colston.
1: Does that mean I'm four or zero? No?
0: Have you gotten all four? Yes. No, you've missed one. Damn it, Earl Thomas, you're three of one. Small
1: Adams, goddamn. Why did I say Earl Thomas? Because Earl Thomas used to be the safety of the Seahawks, and that's where I was thinking. Yep. It's twenty twenty. It's twenty twenty. I'm blaming it on that. That's right. <laughs> no, I meant make sure you know what year it is when you guess your safeties. Yeah. It. I got it right because of twenty twenty. <laughs>
0: Okay, time in. Ready? Ready. Hit the time then. I oh, am. Yeah. Chiefs-Saints. Uh, a game everyone's hyping up a little bit. I don't know how excited I am for it. I mean, unless the Saints win. I think the Chiefs will win. Uh, if Drew Brees was coming back, I would have a different opinion. But the, yeah. the Chiefs have been really close to losing a bunch of weeks in a row. Six points. Uh, separated the Chiefs and the Dolphins, and six points separated the Chiefs and the Broncos. They're set for an upset, and the Saints
1: are 10-3. and I just don't think Taysom Hill can do it. Yeah, see, I don't know about Taysom Hill either. That's my problem. If it was any other quarterback, if it was Jameis Winston, I'd be like, oh, maybe they can get upset. I don't believe in Taysom Hill. I do think that Taysom Hill does
0: now only have one loss as a starter, and I think that that might – I'm going to take the Saints. Maybe I'm being a homer here, but I'm going to take the Saints – just out of the hope that Taysom Hill learned from that last game and you know, he learns to take it on. Who you taking? Chiefs? Chiefs. Browns. Oh wait, timeout. Man, these questions are really coming up on us, huh? Yeah. Sorry, organizing. Monday nights, Ravens Browns game was a really fun game. Which of the following is not true about that game? So there was a bunch of crazy stats for that game. I'm going to tell you four. You tell me which one is not true. Ready? Okay. Highest scoring game of the season. Okay. Most points in the final two minutes. First game to end on a safety since 2016. Or the first game in NFL history with 47-42 as the final score. Those options, again, Ravens-Browns game for you audio people. Was it it not the highest-scoring game of the season, most points in final two minutes, first game to end on a safety since 2016, or first game in NFL history with 47-42 as a final score?
1: I'm going to go with most points in final two seconds and say that game was actually the Ravens versus Vikings.
0: How the hell did you do that? I just know. That was crazy. Do you remember the year that game happened? 2015? Close, 2013. Oh, okay. Damn! So you remember that game. I do. Yeah. I remember watching that game live and being like, holy crap. They scored, 20, they scored 20 points in the final two minutes with the Ravens-Browns game, but that was not enough to overtake the Ravens-Vikings. Yeah, so that Ravens-Browns Monday night game was the highest scoring game of the season and the third highest scoring in Monday night football history. Uh, it was the first game to end on a safety since 2016, and it's the first game ever to have the score 47 to 42. Wow! Because of that safety,
1: that's crazy.
0: Yeah. So Monday Night Football has finally figured it out during a pandemic when no one can go anywhere else.
1: I'm impressed every once in a while.
0: Uh, that was impressive. That makes up for the fact that you forgot Earl <laughs> Thomas was. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't my brightest moment. Not as not as best people, not as best. But hey. Yeah. You ended on a high note, at I least did. for that one. Is that the last question? That was. So, four and one. Four and one. He's a winner, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I enjoy Harrison winning much more than I enjoy the Chiefs or the Raiders or the Chargers winning, and I want that to be clear.
1: I take that. Thank you. Yeah, I'll take that.
0: <laughs> All right, ready? We have 49 seconds and two games to go. Can we do it? I think we'll make it. I think so, too. Ready, go. Browns-Giants. I'm going to take the Browns. I'm
1: taking the Browns because Frey Kitchens is coaching for the Giants, or calling plays. Yes,
0: and Colt McCoy, the former Browns quarterback, will be there taking the snaps. Yeah. Too much revenge. I think the new Browns win. Five-point spread. Giants do have a good defense. I would not be shocked to see the Browns lose. steelers Bengals. Another high spread. 12.5 points. The Steelers are favored by the Bengals. I think they do that. Yeah, Steelers. I think the Steelers will win. Twenty-one seconds. Twenty-one seconds. What? what are we gonna do with all our time we saved? Oh,
1: it's bad. I had like bad thoughts go through my head.
0: Yeah. Okay. We were all thinking those things. Yeah. Except the things you were thinking, which were dirtier, and you should feel bad.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> people will be that. People say that all the time. they Will be like, "Oh yeah, we're all thinking the same thing, except for you. You fucked up." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for 10-Minute Warning, I'm Ian. And I'm Harrison. And we're out.